Welcome to Talk for 12, a podcast hosted by the women at Orange Evangelical Church. These 12-minute episodes teach from God's Word and encourage and equip women in their daily walk with Jesus. Being a normal girl who becomes a normal missionary, how does this happen? I'm Sue Ellen and I'm talking for 12 with Jill about how that has happened in her life. Welcome to the podcast, Jill. Thanks, Sue Ellen. You've had a long association with OEC, but let's begin with where you are doing life now. Yeah, well, now I live in Rome and it's very much my home. Life is normal. I work with a group that shares the gospel with university students, but life looks like Mondays to Fridays at university, meeting students and reading the Bible with them. Then Saturdays is my day off doing sport and time with friends and Sunday is at church. It's normal life. So this is your life now. I guess it wasn't always like this. Yeah, it was actually quite hard when I moved to Rome. That was six years ago, Italy 8. Everything was different. It's always different when you move to a new place. You need Google Maps even to find your way home. But obviously I had to learn another language. And also I had to learn deeper things that are associated with the values or just ways of viewing world and life, the culture. So trying to find my place in the social hierarchy, knowing who to ask, my questions, and it was actually quite lonely. So why did you move to Italy? Well, three reasons. The first one is that it's not Japan, but more on that later. The second and more seriously is the empty tomb on the first Easter morning. That changed everything. It changed my life, but it changed world history and God's offer of new life in Christ, that death doesn't have the final word, This gives meaning to life and hope for the future. And finally, for the statistics, I think it's the responsibility of every generation to reach their own generation with the gospel. We can't just rely on what's happened in the past. And today in Italy, there are very few people who know Jesus personally and very few opportunities for them to hear the gospel. So in this context, I work with Christian university students to share the message of Christ with others on campus. So they might be the reasons you went, but can you tell us a bit about how you got to that point? I guess there's not much information at a high school careers day on the job missionary, but your parents were missionaries. Did that play some part in your decision? Well, yes and no. No, in the sense that I was quite young. We were in Asia from my age of four to 13. And at that point, I really wasn't thinking about a future career. But yes, for two reasons. Firstly, the fact that they were Christians, not necessarily missionaries, but as Christian parents, they read me the Bible. They prayed with me. They taught me that Jesus died for my sin. And I grew up believing them, just like I believed other things they taught. Now, as I grew up and became a teenager, I had to own this for myself, which I did in part when I was at boarding school in India. I was living away from them, so I had to take this on for myself and also as I returned to Australia. But the second reason is that when I did later on think about moving cross-culturally, it was not something totally out of the blue, either for myself or for them. So can you tell us a bit about when you were thinking about making that decision to move to somewhere where you didn't know the language, where you had to learn a new culture and grow to love other people there? What was the process that was involved in that? Well, it was actually at university where I was challenged about the Lordship of Christ. 
the call of Christ to align all my life with him. It's the best way to live. His yoke is easy, but it's also a call to deny myself and follow him. And that impacted how I thought about my future career as a physio, to work hard, to enjoy it, but not to define myself by it, but to live every day for Christ. Now, I worked for many years in Orange at the hospital, and at that time, OEC supported a family who went to Spain to do church planting. And that was something that struck me because here was a family going to a country full of churches to plant another church. Well, it opened my eyes to the poverty in Europe about the gospel. Notwithstanding her history of many churches, very few people knew the gospel. And also in those early years, I moved to Tanzania just for three months to work as a physio at a mission hospital to see if it could be something for me down the track. Well, you're not a physio in Tanzania, so something changed. What happened there? (laughs) Yeah, that time taught me two things. Firstly, that it taught me that I could live in another culture away from Australia, but also that I couldn't be a physio in Africa. So ruling things out is often helpful in decision-making. Indeed. On return to Orange, I did some postgraduate study, thinking that that might give me a different opening to mission work. And I also applied to go to Bible college. You're quite a well-educated woman, Jill. What was behind your decision to go to Bible college? I had always been challenged, given how relatively easy it is in Australia to go to Bible college. I'd been challenged to take at least a year to go and learn more about God and his word, something that is going to last forever. Given I had spent four years and now was doing postgraduate study for a career that would last until I would retire at the most. And it was during time at Bible College where I started talking to mission organizations. But those conversations just didn't seem to go anywhere concrete. So at the end of Bible College, I went to work in Armadale at the university church there on campus with students, always in the back of my mind wondering if I should stay in Armadale or go elsewhere. Well, you didn't stay in Armadale. You did go elsewhere. What happened there? Someone encouraged me to get a map of the world and pray, God, this is your world. Where do you want me to serve you? It's a vague prayer, but God can even answer those. And so I decided to resume the conversation with CMS, the mission organisation that I'm now with. And I went forward in the application process which is fairly long and involves many conversations, but that gave time to seek God's wisdom. At this stage, I still wasn't signed up to do uni ministry in Rome. In fact, there was always the option to work in public health in a closed Muslim country. So how then did you end up in Italy? It sounds like you had lots of options, but what took you to Italy? Well, actually, going to Italy was a decision that took me 30 seconds. We had decided to send me to student ministry rather than work in public health. And so then an email came through from CMS saying that they have partnerships in Italy or Japan and they could place me in one of those countries. Now, the truth is CMS could have placed me in many other countries, but this email contained only these two options. And I thought, well, I'm not very polite. I'm loud. I talk with my hands all the time. I think Italy is the best of those options. (laughs) So you are in Italy, you're not in Japan. Yeah, Rome is now my home and I love living there. 
It's a crazy city. In fact, our favourite pastime is whinging about everything that's wrong with it. But it is also a city of history, of beauty. And now there are my friends there. About 18 months ago, something clicked. Because prior to living there, it was hard. It was hard not knowing the language. There was moments of joy, but I was quite lonely. I was stressed about moving around and overwhelmed by the task I was called to do. But I was willing to stay. But now I know people. I'm at ease in the language. I've made friends. I can even drive around the city. And although the task to take the gospel to uni students is still enormous, I'm not overwhelmed by it. I have a realistic perspective of what I can do and can't do. So, Jill, what do you see the future holding? Well, at the start of September, I'm going home to Rome. And it's taken me a long time to get to this point of feeling at home there. So I really pray that God doesn't move me on too quickly. But I am also convinced that the best place to be for my physical, emotional, mental and spiritual well-being is to be in the place, in the city that God wants me to be, whether it's Rome or somewhere else. Well, thank you, Jill, for talking for 12 with me. I'd really like to pray for you before we finish. Father in heaven, thank you for calling Gillian to be your child. We praise you for taking her to Italy to speak the gospel into the lives of people there and to train students to share the gospel with their own nation. Please continue to use her for your kingdom. In Jesus' name, amen. Next time on Talk for 12, we'll be starting a new series where women will meet in pairs and open the Bible together. They'll be looking at a passage where Jesus asks a specific question. The first of Jesus' questions is, why do you worry? We hope you can listen in. We hope you enjoyed this episode of Talk for 12. For the show notes and resources of this episode, or to email us, visit the podcast website at oechurch.org.au forward slash talk for 12. That's the number 12 in numerals one, two. Thanks for listening. We hope you join us next time.